Let's pray together. God, we indeed, as we tell your story from past, present, and future, we put our hope in you. We thank you for the joy and love that you continue to pour out upon us. And we pray that today you will equip us to be people and examples of your peace, the peace that we know through Jesus that goes way beyond our understanding. Fill us with all of these things today that we may shine your light everywhere we go, whether in this place, at work, at school, at the store, wherever we happen to be, that we may shine your light in the name of Jesus. Amen. So let's hear two passages, one before Jesus was born and one after Jesus was born. And before we hear these, consider why we read a passage from before the birth of Jesus and after the birth of Jesus. It's because we are always in Advent, because anticipation is always a part of our lives. Advent continues. It's like the cliffhangers of old TV shows that used to make you wait an entire week when you hung on that phrase that popped up on the end of the screen, to be continued. Or what was worse, when the season finale ended, to be continued. And you had to wait all summer to find out, you know, who shot Jr. Our new Netflix approach to TV leaves us with no sense of this kind of anticipation. I mean, now that we have entire seasons ready to binge watch, so the closest thing that we have to the whole to be continued thing these days is everyday life. This is the way everyday life is it is to be continued. There's always more. But we are being conditioned every single day, whether it is through Netflix binge watching, whether it's through Google being able to pull up any news at any time about things that are happening even as they are being written. We don't have a sense of to be continued. And let me tell you, this is not a generational thing. This is not a, well, those young people... It's not that, because if you have a phone, an iPad, a computer, anything, everybody is, is a part of this. It's not generational. If you, any age, open a screen and are able to look at the news, we're all, be con- we're all being conditioned to no longer know what this is to be continued living lives in constant anticipation that there are better things yet to come. Everything is not at our fingertips. Everything is not completed. There is still more to come. We live our whole lives, at least up to today, in to be continued. So with these things in mind, now let us hear two passages. One before Jesus was born, and one after Jesus was born. From Isaiah 63. 
I will recount the gracious deeds of the Lord, the praiseworthy acts of the Lord, because of all that the Lord has done for us, and the great favor to the house of Israel that He has shown them according to His mercy, according to the abundance of His steadfast love. For He said, Surely they are My people, children, who will not deal falsely. And He became their Savior in all their distress. It was no messenger or angel, but His presence that saved them. In His love and in His pity, He redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. And then, after Jesus was born, from Matthew 2. Now, after they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. Everything that we have done up to this point is to be continued. It does not end, not really. Because we are always in hope of Jesus showing up, in so many different ways. And then ultimately the hope of the new creation. Hope is only hope if we live in continual hope. Love continues. Joy continues. Peace, in many ways, rests on our shoulders as we continually live it out. We are the people who shoulder the responsibility of not giving up on hope, of leading by examples in love, of pointing out places that are still worthy of joy, and last but not least, and perhaps hardest of them all, being people every day of peace. No one said this was going to be easy. I almost passed out a couple of weeks ago when I read the new catchphrase that will mark 2019. You know how they, at, toward the end of the year, will have sort of the word of the year or the phrase of the year? You know what 2019 is? Post-truth. Now think about that. Everybody hear it? <laughs> Post-truth. And that's what it sounds like when it's said out loud. It sounds abrasive. It sounds horrible. Post-truth? Welcome to 2019. We now live in an age where truth is suspect. It doesn't matter which side you're on. And I don't care what you're talking about. Politics, religion, favorite burger place. Everybody hates everybody. At least that's the way it feels. Every time you turn on the TV, every time you go to the newspaper, every time you turn on a screen of any form, 
It just seems like all the screens that we look at today are filled with hatred and post-truth. So what are we supposed to do? Well, I'm glad you asked, because we have the answer. In this place, today, we have the answer. And yes, in fact, there is an answer. Along the way, the blind begin to see, which means we see more clearly. We walk alongside those who did not used to be able to walk. We are healed like lepers who have been cleansed. We hear what we have never heard with brand new ears to hear. And along the way, the poor and the dead receive new lives that they never once thought possible. The path, the road, the way is not a way of bad news. It is a way of good news. But the thing about it is, we are surrounded all the time by bad news. And then we wonder, why am I in a bad mood? It's because you hear nothing but bad news. Do not watch 24-hour news. It's bad for your soul. It is bad for your soul. Now, first time I said that about 12, 13 years ago, people didn't clap. I almost got stoned with hymnals. Because we had just sort of started entering into this period, people thought, oh, he's getting political. Well, duh. Of course you're getting political. How can you not these days? But I'm dead serious here. Here's the truth. We have the answer to post-truth. And it's with the story that we tell in this place. This is the answer to post-truth. The blind see, the deaf hear, lepers are cleansed. We get to walk again. We're no longer poor and we're no longer dead. How can post-truth stand up to that? It can't. It can't. And if the story of Jesus ever comes across, ever, as manipulative or hateful, or a message that casts people aside, we have no one to blame but ourselves. Because the way the world has always encountered God with us is through us. This is the way the world sees Jesus, us. This is the way Emmanuel God with us, continues to be made manifest in our presence and in the presence of the world. And I know, believe me, as a professional Christian, no one is more frustrated by this than me. Because we try to tell this kind of good news, and then churches all over the place tell it like it's bad news. And truth of the matter is, we can't do anything about that. We, we just can't. Except when we can. And when we can is on Sunday morning, December 29th, 2019, at least in this place, at this moment, we can proclaim that this is good news with no hate 
and where everyone is invited to the banquet. Everyone. And that's not because of us. It's not because of our power. It is because of the power of Jesus. That is the to-be-continued story that we tell right now. We shoulder the responsibility to write the next episode. And we do so with our lives, all the while trusting God. So much has already been accomplished. And here's the thing, and we've said this all through Advent, God has already given us everything we need to walk the path. All we have left to do is to be the exception to those who can offer example after example of Christians who act the opposite of Jesus. And you know what we say in the face of that? But that's not us. That's, that's just not us. Everybody's worried today at the end of 2019. I know everybody's hateful and mad, but it seems like everybody's worried too, especially in church circles. Everybody's worried because it's, it's like, well, people under you know, 30-ish, you know, they just don't go to church anymore. They just don't believe in God anymore. Well, first of all, that's not true. And second of all, for those times when it is true, it is because there are too many examples of places with church and Jesus and all the catchwords out on the sign who when you go inside, they are places filled with exclusivity that cultivate hate. But that's not us. That's not us. And I give thanks to God all the time that we at least get to be in a place where we say, that's not us. If you want to come to the banquet, come to the banquet. I say, let us be the exception to such an extent that people might say that they have been rescued from hate because they came to know the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God, that those we encounter came to know the truth through our hope, our love, our joy, and yes, our peace. Amen.